Welcome to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. We can't wait for you to hear today's episode, so let's get to it. Hi guys, and welcome back to Kinda Crunchy. Um, We're just so excited to be here today. We... um, well, I'm Jensen, and obviously this is Rachel. I feel like I'm... I'm Rachel, if you're new here. Yeah, I thought about that. I was like, we never really introduce ourselves anymore, but we're like almost 20 episodes in. I feel like, what if some people just like hop on, they're like, yes. who are these girls? This is my voice. It's Rachel. And I'm, I am <laughs> the loud one that interrupts a lot, in case you're wondering. Okay, <laughs> something really funny I just need to say. On one of our Q&As, somebody left a... Like, just in, like, the question and answer. It said, like, I love the podcast, but it's sometimes hard to hear Jensen, and I can hear Rachel more. And honestly, like, that was actually really, like, helpful good feedback. Like, because we're like, oh, that I'll, like, be closer to the mic, so. But it's also true life. Yeah. I am the loudest person. I said there's no perfect, like, more perfect job for me than podcasting. I don't even need the mic. You could she hear doesn't. me in your house from Mannheim where we're filming. My husband literally as nicely as he can sometimes has to tell me please be quieter your decibels are hurting my eardrums so you will always hear me loud and clear and I actually told Jensen I'm working on not interrupting her as bad because I listen back and I'm like oh my gosh I'm so rude I just I just get too excited about podcast days though that's the problem we honestly we're always just like on another level when we're recording and we're always just like Drinking coffee, just so excited. We're actually drinking vanilla lattes today. Yeah, we're actually spiking our cortisol, and yeah. I'm on like a coffee high because I normally don't don't uh, drink coffee. So do as we say, not as we do. <laughs> we did eat some food first. We did. We did actually. We did eat food first. Um, but let's just like talk about last night. So we've just been having so much fun. So we a great weekend. Rachel and Logan got in last night. And we recorded one episode, and then we ended up having a little, like, dinner date night with the guys. Yeah. Um, and it was fun. We got to the restaurant, and they had, like, soda flights. Like, they do homemade sodas at this restaurant, which is new. And I was like, to Rachel, I was like, do you want to share one? I don't drink alcohol, so. She never gets to do I don't get to do flights. Logan's always has this cute little beer or wine flights, and I'm like, <laughs> those look fun. Because I love... I'm a big, like, I like to sample different things. Like, yeah. I don't just want one big thing. I'd rather have, like, a bunch of little things. So we shared a soda flight, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so much fun. And then we were at the restaurant for a very long time. Yeah, it was – we just, like, talked about life and caught up. And then <laughs> we somehow got into a deep dive of going through middle school – old old photos and scrolling all the way back on our Instagram feeds to like our first pictures we posted um which Jensen my husband Logan and I all went to middle school high school together so like we had common people that Jensen on her phone she's always been the queen of taking pictures so she just like takes pictures all the time of everything which I appreciate so much because I always forget I'm like oh I wish I had more photos well Jensen's got them off me um, I literally have the photo, like one of the first photos of like Rachel and Logan when they started talking in my house. I always had a digital camera, you know, when you actually had a camera. Yes. Um, I took it <laughs> everywhere. I always took so many she photos. Did. And if you're wondering, they're literally still all on my Facebook. So if you're Facebook friends with me, you can go back to eighth grade. Please and don't. Please don't. Um, but they're on there. So I'm like, I'm like, should I delete these? And I'm like, why they're fun like what is someone gonna judge me for my eighth grade photos like I don't care like yeah I um, literally told Jensen I untagged (laughs) myself in some of these photos because like with getting jobs and stuff 
let me explain that I am so unhinged when someone takes a photo. I don't think I've ever tried to look good in a candid photo or a photo taken of me. And Jensen just really captures the essence of who I was in that middle school period. And um, it's a sight to behold. And I literally was saying to Logan at dinner last night, I was like, how how did we start dating? Because every photo I'm seeing of myself, I'm like, what what was I doing? Why do I look like that? And like, I was so weird. I was like, what did you... I said, I know you really love me. Because like, <laughs> I don't really know what was there to love. And I got you before I was taking cute photos for the gram. We also talked about how Instagram... Like, if we scroll back on our feeds, I literally have pictures of soapy bubbles on pavement, um, a ladybug, really blurry, close up, <laughs> a bar of soap I liked, um, a strawberry, just, I guess, the simple joys of life. Yeah. And we need to bring that back. I'm just going to start posting the most unhinged, like, photo with no context of whatever I feel like, because that's when the days were good. The captions also were just so <laughs> cringy. Like, um, I grew up in the Catholic faith, and it was Lent, and I posted a picture of a milkshake, and it said, like, goodbye, sweets, catch you later after Lent, hashtag Catholic girl. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And just the most random things, like my nails. I used to do, like, designs on my nails. I thought that was really cool, and I, like, posted every picture. But that was my feed, and it got, like, 10 likes, and I was like, oh, my gosh, 10 likes. I'm so cool. Yeah, and so Instagram came out – Probably like our sophomore, freshman, sophomore year of high school. So it, and Facebook was like newer. So we were talking about like, we hit it at a really good time (laughs) where no one really knew what it was yet. So we were all just like doing whatever we wanted there. And it was really just a free for all. Like on Facebook, you would post like going to hang with Rachel, hashtag besties or like. And then someone would comment like, hey, are we still good for Friday night? And you'd be like, yeah, let's do Saturday. You were having a full-blown conversation. Yeah, on your Facebook wall, like feed, yeah. Yeah, it is. and I miss those days when it was so innocent. I said, I feel bad for the kids today who grow up and they're like, oh my gosh, I need to choose what my personal brand is and my aesthetic and like make sure this picture mm-hmm. looks like this. Like you don't know what the good days were yeah. on social media. We were just all doing whatever we felt like. And now we have a lot of things to either untag or delete or hide. But I love Jensen's like, I'm leaving them up. And you know what? She should because they are wonderful memories. Yeah. But it was fun. Also, I was telling my Logan after, since we live where in the hometown he grew up in, sometimes when we hang out with his friends, they're always going back through their like old, good old days in high school. And I'm just sitting there like, cool don't know what you're talking about and I feel like last night with Rachel he got a dose of it I was like this is how I and it wasn't bad but I was like it was nice for me to be able to like catch up on like and reflect on like the good old days that we had so and it's crazy because we're from a small town like we look back on pictures and we're like oh there's baby so-and-so and they're literally like 11 and they have a house together and like are gonna be getting married and we're like that's multiple instances yeah or like Oh, look at this person and this person together when they were young. Like, that's crazy because this is what's happening in their life now. It's just, it's different when you live in a small town. Those of you who are from the Punxsy area, you know, you get it. it. Like, it's different. You know everyone somehow. I was telling Jensen, my coworkers aren't from the Punxsy area, but they've like migrated this way. And 
they're like, you know so much about what's going on in Punxsy all the time or like different people. How? And I'm like, okay, you don't understand. It's like you hear from your parents that this person said this is happening. And then I hear from my in-laws that this other person said this is happening. So that's two sources. Then I'll see it on like Facebook or I'll hear it in the grocery store. And I'm like, okay, I got four sources saying the same thing. It's probably true. Or like my grandpa the other week was like talking about these people that I don't even know, but I know the name because you know names. There's, and there's names that are Punxsutawney names. It's just, names. yeah, small town things. Yeah. So, you know, you just know. So, yeah, we like got done eating and we were there like an hour and a half later. Yes. And then I was like, oh, we should probably go home because when we came home, Rachel brought crumble cookies because um, she was staying at her grandparents who live closer to a crumble, which is like 45 minutes from here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know what crumble cookies are, look them up. They're the most aesthetically pleasing. Yes. This guy has, like, captured Gen Z with, like, it being, like, such a vibe Mm -hmm. to go get these cookies. They also taste great, and they change the flavors every week. So it's, like, next week there'll be different flavors. And Rachel was showing me that there's people that, like, rank them, like, on TikTok, like, every week. Yeah. I am not as obsessed with Crumble (laughs) as it might seem on this podcast because I did give it as one of my updates. Um, But Jensen told me she wanted to try it after. So as, like... After I had given that update. Mm. So as like a little, oh, thanks for letting us come stay and hang out. We got some crumble cookies so she could try them for the first time. And it really wasn't the best week for them. Like Mm -hmm. my husband and I were like, do not judge it based off this. Because we didn't love the flavors. Um, They weren't bad. It just was like, we're like, there's way better. But yeah, it was fun to just. What was your favorite? From the ones last night? Yeah, from the ones last night. So I think their chocolate chip is always just Mm -hmm. like good yeah I think last night the fruit pizza one okay I like the wedding cake one but I just love like simple vanilla wedding cake it had raspberry though a little hint I knew you couldn't taste it but then when someone on the review said there was raspberry and I was like "Mm, there it is and I was like is this amaretto I don't even know what amaretto (laughs) is does anyone know what amaretto is I definitely had it but I'm like I couldn't even like think of what it is I'm just throwing it out there when I don't know what a flavor is that's gonna be my thing is it amaretto (laughs) um um also Talking about Instagram and food, can we please talk about the fact that Jensen Loves Food is back on Instagram? So let's just roll it back. I think this started probably like freshman or sophomore. I think it was like freshman year of college, actually. Yeah, when you went to Pitt. And I went to – so I I studied abroad in Italy for four months my junior year of college. But after my freshman year, I did like this like – it was called Pitt Plus 3. It's like – you get three credits for going two weeks abroad. You literally just like oh, I forgot you did that. You did like the fashion industry in Italy, which oh, kind yeah, of yeah, was crazy. Like that that even happened. <laughs> but I was like taking pictures of my food there because Italy. And then I was like, I did I felt like I was posting too many on my regular Insta. So I was like, I'm just gonna make a fun Instagram. I literally called it Jensen Loves Food. No, like I didn't think anyone would follow it. I just kind of made it for like my own fun purposes. Mm-hmm. And it I have over a thousand followers on there, but like I was really active on it until COVID. Then things shut down and I just kind of was like, eh, I didn't wasn't really going out mm-hmm. to eat much. And then I just like never brought it back. So I think I posted a few times in 2021, but that was it. And Jenna, who was on our podcast, she actually texted me a few or like a week or two ago. She was like, you need to bring back Jensen Loves Food. And I thought about it and I was like, 
And then I was talking about it to Rachel, and Rachel's like, yes, bring it back. He's like, now. Log into the account now. Yeah. So I found my password, and I posted last night. So And the people went wild. I gained all these new followers. I was, because I shared it on the kind of country. messaging me saying, I was obsessed with this account. I'm so happy it's back. And I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> so if you haven't already, follow Jensen Loves Food for... All the food photos. And it's definitely that 80-20 balance. They're oh my gosh. Not, I said, Jensen, people are going to be commenting. Is this organic, pasture-raised, grass-fed, non-GMO, no, grain-free? No, no. It's literally <laughs> no. seed oils and lots of, like, rainbow sprinkles and who knows what. But it's fun. And, yeah, like, Logan and I have always loved, like, trying new restaurants, so it's been fun. Um, I guess I'll just throw this out there, too. I don't know if this is actually going to happen on It needs to happen. Food. So when we were in Maine, Logan just said, like, we should, like, rate the restaurants we go to. Like, literally have, like, a food, like, a score, like, a five star. So we started, like, ranking the restaurants. It's not the Michelin star. It's the Crady star. It's the Crady star review. (laughs) So we're like, okay, quality of the main course, the menu, the service. And and so we, like. What are your criteria? Okay, I'm going to. Your ranking criteria. So it's, like, quality of the main course, the appetizer, if applicable, because we don't always get an appetizer. There's okay. service, the menu, um, if anything was unique. Like, was there something unique they did? Um, is ambiance on there? Just, like, oh, overall? Oh, vi- vibes, vibes. Vibes. That's what we call Vibes is the, the new vibes. word for ambiance. And there might be one more, but I think that might be it. Oh, was it worth it? Like, you know, if you, like, spend a lot of money on a meal, but you're like, eh, wasn't worth it. Or if it's like, wow, that was actually, like, pretty cheap and it was amazing. Like, so it's like, was mm-hmm. like, did you actually feel like you got your money's worth? Um so yeah, we started doing that. So we would like every time we go to dinner, we'd be like, All right, "Let's talk about it." Um, so, That's fun. So we're thinking about maybe bringing that to Jensen Loves Food. I don't know. It's also the the thing about this food account is, I manage so many Instagram accounts. I run our youth group's Instagram account. I run my own personal. I help with Kind of Crunchy. I help. No, with- she does like all of Kind of Crunchy because yeah. it overwhelms me to do social media. I help with my actual jobs like fitness, social media, and I also. And now Jensen loves food. So that's, and I'm trying to be on my phone. When Jensen pulls up, like, her Instagram thing, it's, like, <laughs> all, these, all her trying, accounts. I'm trying to be on my phone less. Like, literally, I'm, like, I want to be on social media less, but I physically can't. So, but Jensen loves food's fun. Like, I don't really think about it. I don't think about a caption. I mm-hmm. literally just kind of post a photo. And Can we that's talk it. about, like, Jensen is really good at doing social media stuff. Uh-huh. And for her, she's, like, no, literally, it's not a stressor. I love doing it. It's easy. I can just, like, pop things up. And I am, like, chronically stressed by just even existing on social media, which some of you may not have guessed. I do get joy from it sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. I don't know why. It's just a stressor in my life. I can't explain it. And maybe some of you relate to that. Like, I just don't like to feel pressured to put content out. And I don't even feel like... It's not even like looking at likes or things like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. And I think I have like a weird relationship with social media. I used to be really active, mm-hmm. have all these accounts. And then during COVID, I read a book called Digital Minimal- Minimalism mm-hmm. and went like completely off all tech pretty much for like a long time. Um, even like my computer and stuff. And it was like really transformative in my life. And so then... I'm still struggling to find that balance. And like, I think at my core, I 
do not want to own a smartphone or computer and I just want to live on a homestead a hundred years ago but that's not life now yeah and it has been so hard for me to find the balance between I love connecting with people on social media and there's so many things I do deeply love about it but Mm -hmm. then there's so many things that feel like unaligned with it and I I I don't have it figured out yet for me but you're con. Hi, Bentley. Um, your content is really good, though. I always tell Rachel, I'm like, I'm so excited when I see her story pop Which up. Is so because cute. she's just like, I don't know, it's just, <laughs> she has a whole aesthetic, and like, your food's always like the most beautiful sourdough. And I'm just like, oh, Rachel. So even though it stresses you out, you create really well, cool stuff. So. Well, my, uh, my content the other day was eating mustard on cottage cheese. Oh, wait, I did see that, yes. Because I, I keep seeing this girl pop up on my TikTok that's eating mustard on cottage cheese is like a dip. And I love really like pungent flavors like mustard and cottage cheese or like sauerkraut. I would I would throw sauerkraut on the mix. Maybe that's my next thing. Ooh. I know. Right? Oh, yum. I love strong flavors like that. And so I was testing it out. And it, okay, might be gross, but surprisingly I liked it. Because I like it, I might start eating it. And you can judge me how you want. But it's actually good, so don't knock it till you try it if you don't mind cottage cheese or mustard. Um, but yeah, so that was my content the other day. That was pretty stress-free. That was just because I wanted to. Yeah. Um, also, everybody, there were only two people that voted they would try it on my poll. <laughs> everybody else was like, you couldn't pay me. Honestly, it's not bad, guys. Don't knock it till you don't try it, Don't judge it. Don't, don't judge it. I'm probably not going to try it because I don't like cottage cheese or mustard, so probably not going to try it, but... Hey, you do you. Wait, I'm a weird food combo person though. You are. I used to love, and I stand by this, if you get a chunk of Colby <laughs> cheese, put it on a spoon and have hot chocolate, and you dip it down just till it gets a little melty, and then eat it with like a little hot chocolate on the spoon, it is the perfect blend of flavors. And people think I'm nuts. I guess I, I like looked it up. I think in Brazil, they eat like cheese with chocolate or something like that. Um, I'm telling you it's good. Rachel, I remember her telling me this truly in middle school that she would do this and I thought she was crazy then and have you tried it no but I would be more willing to try it you have to try it you have to try it um it really is good Jensen used to eat her pancakes dipped in ketchup I'm gonna out you now I literally (laughs) when you when you were saying that I was like what did I used to do that was weird and I was like oh that I literally thought of that I'm like I don't even know if Rachel knows that I I guess guess she does go like savory but yeah that's weird I don't know why I I haven't tried that one do that anymore that was like a phase that we're but ketchup with. is like very sugary and sweet true at this it kind point of is. they yeah. add so much sugar to they it do. so it could be a syrup alternative let's be honest um but yeah should we share any other life updates do you want to share anything? i okay yeah on the opposite spectrum not talking <laughs> about food um the last thing i'll share i have started okay i have to share this because it's literally my obsession right now i downloaded the peloton app i do not have a peloton bike peloton treadmill i have never listened to music when i run outside like i just like to run outside i don't even listen to music in the gym i hate being instructed by a workout instructor like i'm just like shut up i i don't like being instructed by a workout is instructor. is this when you came to my pure bar class were you thinking <laughs> that the whole time shut up. It's like just <laughs> shut up quit talking the whole time <laughs> no i don't know i don't know what it is i'm with just me. kidding i'm kidding um I'm like, I want to be the instructor. Like, stop telling me what to do. I'll come up there and get <laughs> Like, that's how I feel in a workout class. Like, no, I'm not doing what you say. I'm going to do what I want to say. Um, so, I downloaded the Peloton app on a whim. 
and did a guided run and like it changed my life. I don't know what it is. And I'm like not even on a Peloton treadmill. I'm on a treadmill at the gym. I plugged my headphones in. They have like a curated playlist that you're running to the music, almost like you'd like spin to the music, like in a spin class, right? And there is an instructor and they're like talking the whole way through. I've always hated running on the treadmill. Yes. I think though, because I get so bored and I'm used to running outside and there's so much going on Mm -hmm. and like to pay attention to. I am obsessed with the guided running from Peloton for the treadmill. And like the obsession is at the point where I'm like going to bed, like cannot wait to wake up at 5.45, 6 a.m. and go on a Peloton run on the treadmill. And like I used to detest the treadmill. I don't know what has happened to me, but I'm like fully obsessed with all I want to do is these Peloton runs. And I'm just saying like they changed my life. I love them. And I have not been in my running era for a long time because like outside runs just aren't doing it for me. I'm like bored or I just, I don't know. I just haven't been running like that. And so it's really just been, been my thing lately. That's awesome. I love it. Cause it's like two, like you can do them at any time. Mm-hmm. It's not like you have to go to the spin class at a certain time every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a free trial and then it's like, you have to pay to mm-hmm. get unlimited. But I was like, this is actually worth the money for me because mm-hmm. it's like, if I do a run a day, it's like a dollar a day. Oh yeah. And I'm like doing a run a day pretty much because I'm like so obsessed with it. Yeah. I'm like on Sunday, that's supposed to be my rest day. I'm like, should I go to the gym and do a run? Because I really want to. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? If I am craving it that much, I should just go do it because it's like bringing me all these good endorphins. I love it. I am obsessed with it. So I might be re-entering my running era. Also, I'm a lot faster of a runner than I used to be. I'm realizing I used to just like leisurely outside. Like, cause I was always going for distance yeah and just like didn't care about my time and then I'm doing it with this and they're saying like about the range they want you in and I'm always at like top of the range and I'm like I'm flying I'm fast I feel like on a little high so anyway maybe it's just giving my ego a stroke (laughs) that I still can run um but I'm obsessed with it that's really cool yeah so if you haven't tried the Peloton app there is a free free download and you could try like a spin or a run see if you like it because it's pretty good. I did it during COVID because it was free during COVID. Uh-huh. And I did like, but I never did the runs. I did always like the core and strength workouts. Yeah. So they were really good too. And it was nice. Like they have everything from like five minute to like 50 minutes. So it's like yes. you literally have 10 minutes. You can do a you workout, can which is cool. You can type in yeah. like 30 minute pop punk run or yeah. 30 minute country ride. And they're going to have multiple options. Here's the other thing too. I don't even know like anything about the instructors. The other day, like you can put in a calendar what days you want to do stuff. So I'll like go through bookmark runs that I want to do or whatever when I have some free time. And then I'll like pop them in my calendar for the week or Mm -hmm. just pick that day. I go on this one. It's a British guy. And I was like, this is going to be the best run. I love a British accent. (laughs) Like love it. And I was like, I didn't even know this because I don't know any of the instructors. And now I'm like, I love him. I need it. Like, because that alone, I was like, I could run for two hours just because he's British. I feel like people get obsessed with certain Peloton instructors. It seems like I've seen that. Yes. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I don't, I don't know any of them. I don't know the names of any of them. I've loved every single one. But it's just like, it's, it's fun. It's something new. Oh, yeah, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we've been talking a we really long time let's, just about like life. Let's get into the episode because. Yeah, we a, didn't even say what the title of the episode oh, was yet. Well. Well. Rachel, you want to tell, tell is everyone? Your guide to a stress-free life. 
So this should be a fun one. Yeah. Do we, can we talk about first, I guess, how you're, how you've handled stress in the past or what things used to be stressful for you? Like, have you been worse, better? Like, cause I know like for me personally, like I was a psychopath in high school and college with my grades. Do you remember that? Yes. Like I was, oh, <laughs> I'm like, no, you weren't. Yeah, no, I remember. I wanted to get, a, I like my goal was to get literally a hundred percent on everything. Like I was just striving to be the top, the best. And Wait, I, did you read valedictorian? Yeah. I thought so. I didn't want to say it if you weren't because I thought it would be a sore spot, no. spot, but I was pretty sure you were valedictorian. No. Yeah. Jensen was concerned about our grades. We actually, wait, wait, wait. There was like this competition in our high school class of who was in the number one, number two, number three spot. Yeah. Like leading up to high school graduation. Yes. My husband is very smart naturally. Mm -hmm. It's effortless. He does not have to try. He slept in every math class in high school, would wake up, take the test, do it away the teacher didn't even teach and get 100% and they'd be like, live in. So for a period of time, the two people that were in number one and number two, mm-hmm. like were bumped out and they're like, who is it? Who took it? Mm-hmm. And my husband was like, I'm, I'm going to tell them it was me because they'll be so mad. So he started a rumor that it was him, even though it wasn't because he didn't put effort in and like didn't care. And they were like, how? How is he? That's so It wasn't funny. though. It wasn't. And but, he wasn't trying for But it. that caused me stress because I was like, if I do bad on one assignment, I won't be valedictorian. And I was like, I need, mm-hmm. and, and in my mind, like that was the only thing that mattered. And it's funny, like my parents were never like, they didn't care. They're like, you can get a beer. Like, we don't care what grades you get. Like, like you're just it doing. It was self-inflicted. Like, it was self-inflicted. It was literally just like, no, I need to be valedictorian. And I was. And honestly. <laughs> and I was. But honestly, I, here's course. what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to just, before we get. If you're in high school and you're striving for this, don't. Like that parents just like live your just life, live your life, enjoy it, 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 doing nothing in high school. While it you doesn't can. matter. It and I like and I also did not know the Lord at this point, so that was like my like idol of becoming. It doesn't matter. Like obviously, like you need to study, you need to do well, you want to succeed, but like don't strive for that perfection because I was just crazy all of my high school years, and I took that into college too. I wasn't like as bad, but like. Actually, freshman year of college, I was pretty bad. Actually, Logan met me freshman year of college and thought I was a psychopath because of how much I would study. When it honestly, like, if you get the degree, that's... Ds get degrees. And okay, I, I don't okay. want to be preaching that message to anyone who listens that's like... Parents are like, you can't listen to Kind of Crunchy anymore. It's, but, like, take the pressure off. You yeah. really... Yeah, when you graduate from college and you have that piece of paper that says you're a college graduate from wherever, they are not... Showing whether you got an A in that class or a D. Yeah. If you got a D and you were able to get that diploma, it's the same as the people who got A's. Yeah. And it's funny how, like, in high school and college, like, that feels like everything. If you fail a test, if you, like, miss mm-hmm. an assignment, like, your life is over when it's not. But anyways, the question was, like, how do we used to handle stress? I did not handle stress well. Um, I feel like I've definitely gotten better with handling it. I'm Different things, I guess, stress me out now. But, yeah, you go, Rachel, because... I would say I resonate with that. Um, Jensen and I, maybe that's why we, we were friends. We were trauma bonding over our chronically stressed lives that like, it was like, what are we stressed about? Um, yeah, I was a little bit of an overachiever in high school. I was not going for valedictorian spot. She was class president. I was class president. It was in top five. 
of the class, though. <laughs> I didn't realize I, that. I let go of the valedictorian spot, but I was still up there. So I still cared, studied. But I was doing, I was on the borough council as a student rep. I was on the school board as a student rep. I was literally senior year. I started a nonprofit with my brother. I was overextending myself for like what? Like, and I just want to say that overachieving you, sorry, I interrupted you. Um, Rachel just always went like above and beyond with everything in high school. Like just as class president, you just like, not my life. (laughs) You just like, like, I remember the one time, like you brought our like assembly outside and then we had like this dance in the courtyard, like all these things that no one had ever done in the past. Rachel's like, we're doing it. And like, wow, an innovator of her time. She she was, she still is. The assembly in the courtyard. But again, all those things added a lot of stress because it was like, she wasn't just doing it the way things were. She was like, we're going to do it bigger and better. And then it's like, I'm not even having fun. I'm doing this for everyone else. And then I'm like (laughs) resenting it. So anyway, yeah, I self-inflicted stress um, for really no reason. Um, (laughs) And I'd say that continued with me into college. I struggled to just be like, this is what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm content with that. My husband's always talking to me. He's like, your issue is you love to be chronically busy. And then it starts to overwhelm you. So you pull back on it. But then you get bored. So you take on other things to become chronically busy. And then they overwhelm you. So you pull back and it's just this cycle. And I'm like, you know what? That is really insightful. Mm-hmm. But I have no idea how to quit. <laughs> um, I do think I'm doing better at like just recognizing it is part of getting to the root of the problem. Yeah. So I would say I have improved. I yeah. I honestly, COVID was an awful thing. And I think everyone would say this, like that there were positives culturally that happened yeah. like in people's personal lives from it. And for me, that like everything coming to a halt was like incredibly transformative of a period because it kind of just like forced me into doing nothing in a lot of ways and there was like a lot of uh change and healing that had to happen there so I think since then I've done better I still get caught in these cycles though still still working to manage my stress but that's why we're talking about your guide to stress-free life today because we have some tips yes so do we want to get into I guess what stress is I feel like we know what stress is but like like what actually is it Yeah. So stress, I mean, like, obviously we all know what it feels like to be Mm. stressed, but I feel like there's like mini stressors and then there's like chronic stress. And I actually think it's interesting. I've read that like a small amount of stress on the body is actually healthy Mm -hmm. because it makes the body like work and be working properly and like having to be kind of like alert and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's all about like that fine line of like then chronic stress Mm -hmm can lead to chronic inflammation and ultimately is the root of disease. And I recently pulled my back and I said, you know what? It's because I've been stressed. And my parents were like, what? (laughs) And I was like, I have all this inflammation in my body because I'm overstressing myself. And then my immune system's not working as good. So I've got Mm -hmm. like the sniffles. And then I pulled my back and my muscles are inflamed. And I was like, it's all because of stress because I'm not taking care of myself and then your body can't work as good. Um, so it really, it does affect our bodies. And the issue now is we suffer from a chronic stress in society. So in the olden days, stress used to be like these small acute forms and you would get these little bursts of stress like, oh, you live in the wilderness and there's a tiger chasing you. Mm-hmm. You escape that tiger, 
and you're back to normal. Then you're just like, all right, no stress anymore, I'm good. But now it's like we have, we're just constantly in a state of stress, whether that's a stressful job, whether that's finances, whether that's relationships that aren't great that we're just constantly living in, whether it's we're too busy and our schedule's too filled, whether we can't say no and we're just constantly on the go. Like all these things are chronic stressors and we're just in that state at all times. Whereas Mm -hmm. like back then, like you would be stressed and then you'd be good. You'd be stressed and good. Now it's just like all stress. Yeah, so some signs your body might be stressed if you're like, because I think the thing is sometimes you're like, no, I'm managing it well. I am not stressed. But then your body's like, eek, inside. Like, I'm stressed though. I'm mm-hmm. feeling the impact of this. You're really not managing it. Um, teeth grinding or clenching. I, when I am stressed, I know it because my neck gets super sore and tight. And I will wake up and be like, I can't even open my mouth. I was clenching so hard in my sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like painful. I had to get a mouth guard. Really? Like two years ago. Didn't know that. Because I was, I, I don't grind. I was clenching so hard in my Ugh. sleep. And it's like, what are you doing to yourself, girl? That you're that stressed that in your sleep, your body is like holding on for dear life clenching. Um, so that can be a sign. Bad digestion or gut I was gonna say constipation digestion Uh issues like that for me is like a big sign graying hair dry skin hormone issues like your cycle being out of sync sudden weight loss like you know people say like after a breakup people will lose weight or like after the death of a loved one Mm -hmm. like because stress contributes to that um so yeah sometimes your body or weight gain yeah. It can be the opposite too, but sometimes your body is saying like, I'm trying to send you signals. We're really not okay here. And you're like, no, push through. You're fine. You yeah. you got it. And it's like, please give me some relief. We live in a society that's just like push through, push through, push through. And it's like, sometimes we need to take a step back and address the stress, address yeah. what's going on in our lives and just like reset ourselves. For sure. So saying that, do we want to talk a little bit about like stress tips or did you have any I have such a long list of tips because I feel like honestly we all know what stress is we're all probably stressed like let's get down to the things we can actually do to help the little things the big things yes Um, so you want to start and then I I feel like I want to talk about because I feel like there's long-term solutions for dealing with stress but then there's like immediate in a stressful situation like Mm -hmm. okay something that causes me stress and anxiety because they're like dual sometimes for me mm-hmm. is when I go to an airport and I'm traveling I wish I wasn't this person I want to be a cool traveler so bad <laughs> I've traveled so much guys I used to lead teams on trips like multiple times throughout the year teams of like 15 people internationally okay why I am chronically stressed by traveling to an airport and on a plane by myself beyond me actually it's a control issue because I'm not in control of like mm-hmm. Is there traffic? Am I going to get there on time? It's It all goes back to that. I know that. But it like it, it causes me travel stress and anxiety. And I should be way cooler than I am, but I'm not. <sighs> um, so like quick relief tips are like for when you're like in that like panic, like that fight or flight state mm-hmm. and you're like, ah! mm-hmm. <laughs> like these are things that can help your body immediately calm down so you can think a little clearer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first one is this really research studied method of breathing to like calm you down. It's a double inhale with a long exhale breathing. So you do it two to three times. So that's like you inhale once and then again and then 
a really long breath out. Yeah, really Did long. you just do that with me? Go rewind and do it with me. <laughs> I had a little sniffle in my breath. I told you I'm stuffed up because I've been stressed and not taking care of myself. Um, but anyway, if you do that two to three times, it just like can bring it all down. Other thing, a stress ball. I used to work in the schools and I had like little prize boxes for my mm-hmm. kitties. And I'd like order random stuff and a stress ball came in one the one time and I kept it because, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, I didn't know I needed it till I had it. I still have, oh, it's just like to squeeze that thing mm-hmm. and then like watch the little beads go mm-hmm. calms me down. Mm-hmm. That sounds so lame, but I love that thing. Um, and just to take a five minute break. Like if you are working on a project and like you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my mind or like mm-hmm. doing something, take a step away for five minutes. It's five minutes. Yeah. The world's not going to end. Mm-hmm. Take your little breaths. Yeah. Squeeze a little stress ball or just like your fists and yeah. release and take a sack away. Sometimes I try to, and again, I'm not perfect with like going into this mindset, but if I'm in a very stressful situation, I say to myself, like, is this going to matter in five years? Like a stressful situation at work, like, is this really that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things? You know, when I was stressed about this week, I accidentally washed chapstick in the washing machine and it's on a lot of Logan's clothes. And... Logan, if you're listening, I have been working so hard to get this stain out. You have no idea. But I was it's so stressing her out. Just throw it, the clothes away and buy new ones, but guys. But I'm like, does it really matter? Like, in the grand scheme of life, does it matter? No, it doesn't. So it's like, and again, some things do matter. Like, there are like life and death situations. But a lot of the times the things we're stressed about are not. We just put them on this huge pedestal and we think it's the end of the world. So just like trying to like have your mindset go to like, is this going to matter in five years? If it does, okay, you can be stressed. But if it's not, like take a step reset and be like okay it's gonna be okay i love it should we get into some more like long-term long-term things like let's work on your stress yeah i have do you want to go first you You can if you have one ready to go well i feel like you have this one too and i feel like we should hit on it first because i feel like it's probably one of the biggest and best things you can do and it's something that rachel and i both actively struggle with is learning to say no. <laughs> I, and Rachel is too, any opportunity you throw our way, any time you say, do you want to get coffee? Do you want to go on a double date? Do you want to, hey, would you want to do this? Like my immediate reaction is yes. And I think that I have 100 hours in every day and I physically just can't do it all. But in my mindset, every opportunity is a good opportunity. Mm-hmm. But good opportunities become bad when they literally fill up your schedule so much that you just feel like you can't breathe. And I think the thing for me is, and I think like, you know, when you're a woman in your home, like if you're saying yes to all these things, you're behind on your laundry, you're behind on all these things. And I know for me, I get really stressed when my house isn't like in order. So then I'm doing all these things. I haven't pulled weeds in a week and our backyard's a mess and that's stressing me out. So it's like not filling up your schedule because it's interesting. I was talking to someone that I go on a lot of coffee dates with friends. If you're listening to this, we probably go on coffee dates because I'm just always, I love connecting with people. I love mm-hmm. pouring into people. I love people pouring into me. I just, that's, I get so much life from that. But it's interesting, like, even if I go get coffee with a friend and I feel, I feel really filled up after, like, my body doesn't see that. I think our bodies see that, like, oh my goodness, your schedule is so full. Like, you're on the go all the time. Even though, like, you're doing good things, like, my body is like Jensen sit rest be in your home Mm -hmm. so yes learning to say no it is a very hard thing to do especially if you're a go-getter um but it's something I'm really trying to work on can I just say too 
that I want to like hit on that in kind of a different note of being like you were saying like I'm over the top or like extra with things Mm -hmm. and I would agree say like my sometimes my in-laws will randomly message me on like a Thursday and be like you guys want to come for dinner like my mother-in-law will be like I'm making this this and this and it's too much food for just us two we'd love to have you guys I can't just say yeah sounds great like it's a break for me for cooking we'd love to visit with you guys like oh perfect then Logan Mm -hmm. can just take those leftovers for his lunch like yeah it's gonna take xyz off my to-do list for Mm -hmm. the day and we get time with my in-laws if like we have a free night no I have to say okay what can I bring can I bring a Mm -hmm. salad can I make a strawberry shortcake from scratch and then I don't have strawberries and then I'm like oh I'll drive 20 minutes to Smicksburg to get strawberries from the Amish at the only place they are right now for five dollars a quart but then I don't have cash so I have to go get cash from Mm -hmm. the bank and then I'm like stressed making a strawberry shortcake and it's like a more stressful thing in my day and it's like no one ask you just just be like yeah that sounds great and let yourself yeah be bored into and yeah. don't feel that pressure of like oh they're doing something nice for me I have to outdo it with doing something nice yeah. for them like back like yes it's rude if I'm like going to their house for dinner every single night and yeah. never offering once like can yeah. I bring something can I do something but it's okay to just be like would love to and I think we just need to like be okay with being like you know what you want to do something for me I fully accept that yeah my mom always like is she she always used to say this to me if she was gonna do something like oh I got your meal and then I was like you know you're always like no no you can't she'd always say do not rob me of a blessing oh and then it's like I I didn't say anything back to that. I love that. So now it's like I'm treating my mom to dinner and she's always like, no. And I'm like, don't rob me of a blessing. (laughs) And she's like, she really can't say anything because I'm throwing it back at her. But I actually love that. And it's like, I always have to remind myself, don't rob them of a blessing. Like someone's like, I want to treat you. Like, don't be overly insistent or like, I'm going to sneak the money in your car or something like that. Or like, I have to bring the cake. Like just chill out a little yeah relax. <laughs> I'm talking to myself sorry something else I want to add with saying no is someone told me this and I think it's amazing if say like someone asked you hey do you guys want to hang out Thursday night and you have just not spent time in your own home you have not spent time with your husband you are just like feel like it's your only free night of the week you can say no I'm sorry we have a prior commitment you don't need to say that that prior commitment is like sitting on your couch like relaxing like mm-hmm. we don't all I, I feel like we always have to have a reason like no I'm sorry I have this like or we have to justify our you no can just say no you can just say no like you you know <laughs> you want to hang out no like, okay yeah. they might take that a little like <laughs> but like you don't you, you don't have or to like justify. sorry we can't sorry we can't this evening let's do it another time like you don't need to have like a reason for mm-hmm. it like I feel like we are just so available all the time to people and it's like being available all the time to people can be exhausting. So just really learning to say no. Um, we're in the boat with you guys. We struggle too. Like we're not saying we have to. Maybe even more than you struggle. Probably actually. You're probably better at it than us. You're probably um, like, this doesn't resonate. You guys should have just done this for yourselves. This is therapy. We actually are. This is actually, we're just working through This is just problems. our therapy session. Thanks for tuning in. We should have had a therapist on this episode to like help us with our issues. Um, yeah, so saying no is a good one. Um, one that I would hit on is definitely, like, I guess this kind of goes with what Jensen was saying, but having intentionality with self-care time. Mm-hmm. So whatever that looks like for you that really makes you actually feel like, I have my life together, I feel better about it, I feel calmer, I feel less stressed. So for me, that is like 
getting a vat shower. Like, I don't know if you guys know what I mean, but like the full shower where I'm mm. like not in a time crunch. I'm like exfoliating. I'm doing a hair mask, a face mask. I'm shaving. I'm body oiling mm-hmm. and lotioning and doing all my skincare. Like I'm taking care of my nails. Like I'm, I'm doing everything. It's mm. a, a full shower. Mm. Like it just makes me feel like I better about myself. Like I'm clean. I have my life together. Just like scheduling out time for that. Mm-hmm. Like weekly, even bi-weekly would be better. Mm. I do shower more than that. It's just That's every good. shower is not at that shower. Although my logo was on my case about me showering. It's like, Rachel, you need a shower. It was what I went w- literally like one day without a shower. And I hadn't done anything other than sit and talk to people. And I was like, I'm not dirty my husband loves showers though, so that's same. just like I was in the same boat. He'll get like you. three a day, and I'm yeah. like, I'm not dirty, right? It's also a guy thing. Like when they walk, they just put their head in the water and their hair's dry in two seconds. Yeah, like they don't understand. Whole they don't thing. understand. It's a whole thing. Yeah, but yeah, scheduling in that self care time. So whether that looks like a shower for you, if that is laying on your couch doing nothing, mm-hmm. schedule it in. Yeah, schedule it. In. Make time. I love that. Um, my next thing would be is time in nature. Our time outside is probably mm-hmm. one of the most underrated ways we can heal ourselves. Sitting on the ground, like the like there is science behind why grounding actually like reduces like stress and inflammation in you. Being in the sunshine, being in fresh air, not having your phone with you. Like I feel like our phone is such a stressor because we hear that ping and it's like, oh, I have to re- on, I have to react to that. Someone needs me. Go outside, leave your phone inside and actually just like be outside and there's something Mm -hmm. so relaxing so calming about that I'm not the best at it but I've been really trying to um one of my other tips was to go for a walk and I kind of combine this like I like to when I get up in the morning Mm -hmm. Sundays take Bentley for a walk and not take my phone with me so it's literally just me nature morning sunlight no cell phone um and I can just think and I can think I can pray I can just just be and I think it's really something so beautiful and it's free too I feel like there's so many things that people are saying like you need to do to like relax and get stress-free and there's Mm -hmm. and like literally just going outside it's free and it's easy and it's something I feel like we're just so susceptible to just staying inside behind our screens behind our TVs Mm -hmm. like we don't get outside especially in the summer right now like in the winter I get it but like now it's beautiful like get outside yeah I would say to kind of go off that logging off Mm. Kind of like I was kind of hitting on this just when we were like chatting in the intro during COVID. Like first off, I'm going to link that book, Digital Minimalism. It really did like change my life and changed my perspective on so many things. And um, I would recommend it to everybody. Um, But just like realizing like all this technology we're logged on to and this whole like social connectivity world that we're constantly inundated with is not normal for like hundreds of years. This is new Mm -hmm. and our brain doesn't know how to process it or is still learning how to. And it is normal to feel stressed or overwhelmed by that. And even if you're not seeing that, your body might be feeling that. Like take a week off social media, take a month, take a year off of social media or like TV and screens and all this stuff. Don't stop listening to the pod, though. You can listen oh, to the podcast. Never stop listening to the pod. <laughs> My favorite thing is when I go out of the country and I do not have an international plan or Wi-Fi mm. or my phone, and I can say, 
sorry, I really can't. And I just don't make a point to have my phone. And I can literally turn it off, put it in a bag, and not look at it for a whole week. Mm-hmm. Do you know the stress I feel when I turn it back on when I oh get in the gosh, States? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> the, the amount of stuff coming in, I'm just like, I don't even want to look. I don't even want to, I don't even want to look at what's mm-hmm. on there. Like, log off. Yeah. Uh, um, the world's not going to end because you didn't text this person back in 30 yeah. minutes or you missed an Instagram notification or you didn't check your email. Yeah. It's really not. Yeah. Just just log off. When I was in Maine, I was completely logged off off it's social amazing. media, off my email. And then I was just like inundating her with this for the podcast that. And I was like, oh, oh. my gosh, I am the worst. <laughs> no, <laughs> kind of crunchy always brings Text. me joy. So that doesn't stress me out. But honest, but, but <laughs> I was being bad. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, but it was just so nice to be off social media. And like I was saying before, I feel like I run so many accounts. So it's hard for me to like be like, like Logan's like, yeah, I'm done with Instagram. And he has this one account and he's done. I'm like, okay, cool. I can't do that. But setting healthy boundaries is something I want to get better at. I want to really focus. I'm saying this, so I do it. Um, is not being on social media on Sundays. I feel like resting. I try to do that. Having a Sabbath of just like being off my phone because no offense, Social media, we could do a whole top uh, topic on yeah, why that is could. stressful. But we all know it's stressful because we just compare ourselves and we're never good enough. And there's just so much inundating our brains. So get off social media for a little bit. Take that time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess my next tip would be, this might not be applicable to everyone. And I feel like it doesn't really affect me that much. But I know a lot of people have switched to decaf because they say that, Mm. like, caffeine really just, like, stresses them out more. Like, Mm. I know people say they've quit coffee or they've switched to decaf and it's really helped their stress levels. I personally haven't had that experience. But if you're someone that's, like, pounding caffeine all day and you just kind of feel chronically stressed, like, maybe start limiting your caffeine. It may or may not help you. But Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people say, like, caffeine really affects them more than they think can i make a wild suggestion to all you coffee lovers throw it out there you're gonna say no immediately but don't do that this is to me consider it what if you tried even even just a day a week to switch to an herbal tea for Mm. half the time to drink coffee like a really nice calming herbal tea maybe even just adding it not taking the coffee away before bed having a cup of chamomile tea with a little honey and just like have five minutes holding a cup of tea on your couch, not on your phone, not doing anything. Just it's tea time. What if you just did that for a week? I think it might calm you down. I am telling you, tea is just so cozy to be like, I'm just in my cute little cup of tea and it's my tea time. I'm going to have to send this episode to my friend Abby Grace. Um, Does she I, have tea time? <laughs> when, no, literally when I would go to her house, she's like, do you want tea? Like she would always make me tea. And, and she it was like, the kettle on? The kettle. And she's, it's, it was always like, right? I would always call it like my tea time with Abby Grace. And it was just like the most calming thing. I would just sit on her couch and we'd have our cup of tea and it was so calming. So, and also I just need to note the way you just describe that, like, you just described that in the most like peaceful, relaxing voice. That's how you have to go into it. That's yes. what tea does to you guys. I, the coffee, you're like, it's coffee time. Tea yeah. is like, it's tea time. So I just got a kettle for Christmas right. and I love it. Oh, but I'm it's like, so cute. I'm looking I'm, at it on our stove right now. It's a cute tea. But kettle. I'm like not in a tea phase. I feel like that's more like a fall winter thing for me. Mm-hmm. But, but there's some summer. I know. Things. I just, I'm like such a coffee freak that I like, I, I need to work on. I need to drink more tea. Here's the thing. When you open yourself up to the tea world, you realize coffee is coffee. Yes. You can do all these crazy flavors, but the base is still coffee. 
tea is like mm-hmm. a whole new world. Mm-hmm. You could have a different tea every single day of the year and and rank teas, Jensen. True, I could. It's just a whole new world. Yeah. It's and it's there's something so cozy and once you get into it that you're like you have like a uh, actual like loose leaf tea with like the diffuser. That's what we have, yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed. I have a manatee. I've seen tea. that. That's so <laughs> and it like cute. hangs on the little mic. It's really cute because it's tea. Did you get it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just a wild, wild thing I'm throwing out there to you wild. coffee lovers. Maybe come to the tea side for a day. Let's <laughs> see how you feel. Switch to the dark side. Okay. You What's feel? your next tip? Okay. My next tip is okay, all the things you're going to hear. Meditation, gratitude, journaling, breath work, relaxing, all grouped in one. All the all the good things. I feel like we could dive into each yeah. of these. But I think it all boils down to like carving out time for like a stillness practice mm-hmm. and a mindfulness of sorts. Mm-hmm. So whether that's meditating, whether that's writing down what you're grateful for, like all these things have research backing them mm-hmm. saying they're proven to help reduce stress, things like that. Um, whether it's just journaling your free thoughts, mm-hmm. relaxing in some sort, the breath work. I mean, obviously, like we shared about the two breaths in, one long exhale mm-hmm. helps. But even just like practicing a breath work practice mm-hmm. daily, mm-hmm. It, I feel like it It all boils down to it's like five to ten minute little carved out time, taking a step away, taking a pause in your day, and intentionally taking time to just like – kind of be still or be mindful yeah that's really good yeah um my next one's just a little bit more like a fun tip is laugh more dance more like it sounds so silly it sounds silly but just like getting back to the simple joys like Mm -hmm. think about when you were a kid and all like the games you'd play or just like laughing and you're just it sounds so simple and so like okay that's how's laughing and help but there's actually science behind why like laughing mm-hmm. and dancing and things like that actually do help lower your stress so make sure you're carving out time for fun like life is too short to just like have your to-do list every day and have the things you need to do like watch a fun movie just like hang out with your spouse and laugh like just the little things like that can really make a big difference so make sure you're carving out intentional time for joy can i also say i don't have kids i'm not gonna give you parenting advice <laughs> but I want to say, like, I can't wait to have kids because I almost feel like, for many reasons, but I almost feel like when I have kids, you know, kids are just, like, so unapologetically doing whatever they want. Like, they'll jump off a couch, like, 50 times and be like, I am so cool. Look at this spin move I did off the couch. Like, they just, like, aren't like, okay, (laughs) that's not that cool. Like, everything's so cool to them and fun. And I feel like it gives you an excuse to be, like, just unhinged, silly, weird, and, like, not feel as, like, crazy for it. And I have babysat my friend's baby, and it she's, like, seven months old. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, the weirdest. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. doing the weirdest things. And it's, like, what's well, to have fun with the baby, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. the, the voices, the faces, the dance moves. If you have children, just, like... I know it's probably easier said than done to, like, chill out about it. Mm-hmm. But just, like, be stupid. Be mm-hmm. silly. Like, yeah. yeah. I love that. Just, like, have fun. Kids almost give you an excuse to be, like, the weirdest version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, to make them laugh or to play mm-hmm. with them. So just, like, go for it. No one cares. Yeah. Life's not that serious. Yeah. 
Also, Bentley has another pair of Logan socks right now. My husband got these <laughs> socks and dogs love them. I don't know what's in them. They're Adidas socks. My dog is obsessed. He's like trying to get in my husband's sock drawer all the time and like just wants to chew on these socks. We came to Jensen's house. Apparently, my husband just leaves his bag open and everywhere, which I fully know. Mm-hmm. Her dog loves the socks equally as much. He yeah. keeps bringing us pairs of them. <laughs> I don't know. Um, how many more do you have? Uh, just a few more. What okay. about you? I'd like two more probably. Okay. Um, one thing I would say like, and this is a more expensive mm-hmm. thing, and I would say like, this is not your first thing. Like, first thing, probably just get outside. But acupuncture, I've talked about this before. Okay. If you're dealing with chronic stress, like, it is known to help relax you. Like, I, after like 30 minutes of acupuncture, I feel like I just like was at a, a retreat all day. I, my body feels so relaxed. And again, it's a more expensive option. Um, but if you're dealing with chronic stress or you have like, you know, inflammation or a lot of like things that stress leads to, it's something worth mm-hmm. trying because I know it's definitely done wonders for me. And again, like it's not like the most easy thing to do, but mm-hmm. if like you're like, I don't know what to do. I've tried everything. Like acupuncture, it doesn't hurt. It's relaxing. I'm telling you, like I know it sounds weird with all the needles. It's actually amazing. So that would be a, a tip if you're like really struggling and you've like mm-hmm. exhausted all options. I would say another thing, like, kind of in that realm, I feel like we've talked about this endlessly. This wasn't even, like, super on my list. was just, like, doing, like, sauna to cold plunge. Yeah. Like, for yeah. your physiological body mm-hmm. stress, I think it can be really helpful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, one of the next ones I have relates to, like, your nutrition, your food. Making sure you are eating enough mm. that your body's not, like, literally starving stressed, mm. right? Um... Getting in breakfast can help with that. The caffeine after breakfast, you've heard it here before, mm-hmm. right? Um, focusing on foods that help with those stress levels that maybe have higher levels of magnesium because magnesium can yes. help with stress. Yeah. So you want to know what one of my favorite things is with magnesium in it? Really dark chocolate. Ooh. It can help you relax. So you know what you need to do a couple hours before bed? I like, I love the tart cherry like mocktails and everything. Yeah. Eat some chocolate. What's a better stress relief? Okay, us women want chocolate? Yeah. Really dark chocolate? It's going to help you relax anyway. Yeah, I love that. It's it's the best. Also, turkey has tryptophan, like you know after Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. You're like, I'm so sleepy. Yeah. yeah, it helps you relax. A little turkey, oats, the tart cherry juice, all of those can be good. Yeah. Um, that's a good tip. Yeah. I would say I have two more. So my okay. next one would be time with loved ones that fill you up. So we have people in our lives that like, you know how you like go hang out with someone and you feel like drained after? And then there's people you go, you hang out with, you're like, wow, I feel so filled up. I feel so encouraged. And again, not that you shouldn't pour into people that like might need poured into that might be a little more exhausting, but really like spending time with loved ones. And this also just ties into being like disconnected, like being off your phones, literally just spending quality time. Like there is nothing more than like the human connection. I feel like that was something that happened during COVID. People just weren't connecting with one another. Mm -hmm. But literally like just sitting on the couch last night talking to you and your Logan, like we weren't on our phones. We were hanging out. We were just like laughing, having good conversation. Like that is a stress relief in itself. So I would just like Mm -hmm. encourage you to make sure you're just like carving out time to spend with loved ones, like off your phones, really just like enjoying your time together. Not to a point where it's like, you've spent so much time with people that you're exhausted, but just like really yeah. like knowing what people like fill you up and encourage you and don't drain your battery. I also, this almost goes back to like in the beginning when we were saying like saying no to things. 
and this is just like an aside on what you were talking about. Literally my screensaver on my phone right now, my husband was like, what in the world is your screensaver? I made it on Canva and put it because I needed it as a reminder. It was actually, the Bible I read is the She Reads Truth Bible. And every few pages they have like, just like a little one page, like kind of devotional, like that talks on some of the scripture you just read or whatever. And I have, I have a couple different versions of Bibles and I jump between them and whatever. Um, but one of the devotionals I was reading, something she said in it was, um, I realized I was spending my time building up things that were just going to make a bonfire in the end. And like, that was just really profound for me because like, it is like when I look through like a lens of like, when I die, what's the significance of what I'm doing here? Mm -hmm. It like so much pivots my intentions and perspective and time. And for me, that's like, is this something I need to be investing in? Because I'll overinvest myself in so many things. And that's like relationships with people and being really intentional and involved with them is something that matters. Mm -hmm. And sometimes because I'm a chronically busy or stressed person, Mm that becomes like I'm like almost annoyed with my relationships or people Mm. I am this is I'm like outing myself here if I am really busy if I am stressed (laughs) and like my mom calls me and I'm doing something I'm like I'm I'm gonna answer but I'm gonna be like oh my gosh why would she call me right now like I'm like mad at her yeah for calling me because it's like I really don't have the time to talk right now but I need to answer could I wait and call her back in 10 minutes I could I do this to myself but like no those people are priority in our life like and so anyway that was just an aside on what you said okay going off that can I okay we're just like sorry that when you said that it reminded me of something that I remember reading and I think it's Jefferson Bethke to help his book to hell with is it to hell with with the the hustle hustle. right oh my goodness if you are on the go all the time read to hell with the hustle we'll link it um but the one thing is like leaving room for margin and I think like with your mom calling you like I want to be able if someone says like, hey, can you come help me with this? Or hey, like I want to make sure that my schedule has margin in it where I'm available. I'm looking at our July schedule. We have no margin. Literally, I'm like, can you guys hang out this one night of the month because we're busy every other night? I don't want to live like that. Like I want to be like having freeness in my schedule where like, wow, this person like mm-hmm. their car broke down and they need help. Like where we're not like, oh, we're too busy to help. Like, no, like we can help. And I think mm-hmm. like, a lot of times like we we have our finances and we spend up to the limit or we have all this time and we go up to the limit and it's like that margin is where we can relax that margin is where we can like actually bless people that margin is where like we have freedom and I think like I'm a queen of not giving myself margin and that's something that I know I definitely want to work on but I know there is so much freedom and stress relief when you give yourself that space really amazing and that book is seriously so good if you resonate with this i need to read it again girl yeah it is (laughs) it is a good one um i have just a couple more i'm gonna give one more of mine spending time with animals oh my gosh (sighs) an animal just does it for me like you're just gonna bring all those levels down i lose track of time like you're fuzzy you're warm Mm -hmm. you're making these adorable faces oh my gosh when my dog crosses his little paws Mm -hmm. or like touches his little head with his paw my heart melts my stress melts away now my dog is also a massive source of stress in my life because he has behavioral issues but you know what those cute moments make up for it um so you 
go go to a farm go see a cow go pet a cow um <laughs> i'm not gonna say get a dog because that might add stress <laughs> ask a friend who has a really cute dog can i like take your dog for a walk can i like pet your dog spend some time with an animal so when i went to pit it was once a week they would have them but then during finals week they would have like therapy dogs in the library so you would just be studying and there would be these dogs that you could just like go cuddle and pet because it makes sense and like, everybody loves them everyone is chronically stressed about these exams yeah. but then they bring puppies in and you're like i'm okay oh it doesn't matter yeah there's a puppy i have one more okay and it's easier said than done but it's just something that i'm trying to like really hone into and it's like Remember to control what you can control, and if you can't control it, like, it's not worth stressing about. And I know that's, again, that sounds so much easier said than done, but there's so many situations where it's like, you know, you get a flat tire, or you get locked out of your car, or things, and it's like, there's only so much you can do in those situations. Like, is it worth, like, having a panic about? And I think, like, our automatic response is to be stressed, but, like, if you actually just take a second to, like, reset okay what can I do in this situation that is in my control and then what can I control and if you can't control it Mm -hmm. like letting it go and I know again that's really hard to do but just trying to shift yourself to that mindset um is gonna help bring you a lot of freedom I to comment on that like this might be a really messed up line of thinking um but like when I was young okay I'm a little control freak right I love timeliness timeliness time management oh that's my jam being on time yeah and I've like since I've been young um this is just me say you're like traveling in a car and you get caught in traffic because there's a wreck up ahead of you and you are like stressed because you're gonna Mm -hmm. be late for something you're Mm -hmm. frustrated by it my mom and dad always used to say like what a blessing it wasn't us in the wreck Mm. and like imagine we weren't stopped at this stoplight or behind this slow person that could have been us in the wreck like so like you know like you don't see you see these things as inconveniences sometimes it's like god working out protection over you or there's reasons you don't even know like that you got a flat tire or this happened so just like being like Life is not going to fit inside mm-hmm. your plans and your box. Like, it's unpredictable. You have to have to be adaptable with that. And that's yeah. easier said than done. But, like, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to appreciate it yeah. for all its spontaneity. Yeah. I know. I'm thinking of myself in the security line at the airport. And Logan's like, it's fine. What can nothing, you do about it? Nothing you can do. And I'm like, but it's moving slow. Us versus our Logan's. Like, They're just like traveling or doing anything. Like, it's fine. And I'm like... <laughs> But it's not fine. But you can't. But we can't control it. So what? Why am I getting worked up about it? Yep. I love that you said that about being a blessing because we so often just like we jump to the conclusion and it's like the one it was like a few weeks ago. Logan had like a nail in his tire, which was not a great way to start our week. But like then I had to take him to his parents. And what if he would have drove to work? And then we don't know. We don't see the big picture. or the tire blew out. Yeah. yeah. Like so. So many things. What a blessing you found the nail yeah, in the tire. Exactly. And had that inconvenience. Ugh. Okay. My last one. This is something I love, okay? So I'm a scheduled girl. If you look in the notes app of my phone, it is literally how I function for life. I am maybe too much extra. Um, I have a note where I type in like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. In those, I have it timed daily. 6 a.m. Like alarm, temp, tongue, teeth, brush, face wash like I have the things I need to do 6 15 leave for the gym 6 30 mm-hmm. gym this is the workout I'm doing through my whole day every week like one of my tasks each week is I need to write out my plans for the next week 
I think it's incredibly helpful um, because I'm a list person. It's very satisfying to cross things off. And mm -hmm. instead of crossing them off there, I delete them or I can move things easy. I love using the notes feature for mm -hmm. that. When I put like timestamps with them and I get like that, I lock myself into it when it really doesn't matter. Like say like I'll have a free Saturday. I'll type in there like 8 a.m. alarm, 8.15 leave for the gym. And it's like, why? Why? What if your body wants to sleep till 8.30? What do you have to do? Nothing. Yeah. What, wh why are you getting up at 8 to go to the gym? Just because you put it in your notes app? So <laughs> if you are a planner, if you're someone like that, um, what I have done is I do believe, okay, I believe discipline equals freedom. Mm. So I believe having routines or rhythm in place having regular practices helps allow you that margin or freedom mm -hmm. time but I think you have to go about it in the right way right so when I like timestamp things it is such a stressor for me with like scheduling and planning mm -hmm. so what I like to do is focus more on the rhythms of my day than like the to-do list or the time so what I do is I try to chunk my day in like morning like early morning mid-morning lunchtime afternoon like dinner time mm -hmm. evening and then like bedtime in those I've sat down and written like a list of like what are like the things that I want to be intentional about getting done in that time what are the things I need to versus like would like to so like the morning that looks like I'd like to get a workout in some sunlight time. I'd like to have a cup of tea, like mm -hmm. get my shower, all mm -hmm. these things. But they're not time stamped. They're not in a certain mm -hmm. order. It's more like this is in general kind of the rhythm of my morning. I feel like that ties into the more feminine energy versus like the masculine energy like we talked about before. Yes. Oh, I love that. I, I didn't even that think me. about I that. Literally, that was, you taught me that. So, Yes. Okay. And so I think doing that and being intentional like instead of being like this is my bedtime routine mm -hmm. it starts at this time and I have to do xyz mm -hmm. that's not gonna calm you down mm -hmm. that's gonna feel like you're still doing work in the evening instead grouping it like okay in the evening I want to make dinner do a little tidier reset of the house pack lunches and maybe like I'm going to go do something in my garden like just writing that those are kind of like in that block of time wow. and like this doesn't have to get done if it doesn't. If we don't pack lunches, go get lunch. Or if I don't get to the garden, it's not the end of the world. So like just kind of seeing what is in that time chunk that's needed. And then like being able to have flexibility within that wow. is so helpful to me. The other thing that's helpful there, because I could talk about this for days, okay? I've actually tried to make my own planners because nothing has like mm -hmm. what I want in it. Um, is I've made master lists. And this is an investment of time, but it is so helpful to me. I made a master meal list for us where I've gone through and it's seasonal. So I have my spring, my summer, my fall, and my winter. In that, I have like categories of like pasta or Italian, um, like meat and potatoes, grilled things, sandwiches, soups, salads, like any type of category you could think like cookbook. And then I put things that like, seasonally makes sense to me there so like there's a lot more soups in the winter and fall there's a lot more like sandwiches and grilled stuff in the mm -hmm. spring and summer um things like a pot roast is more like winter fall to me versus like fish or like a fish taco is going mm -hmm. to be like summer right so I kind of just put things we like in categories under each of those seasons what I'll do this is nuts this is nuts I should share this is I will go through this episode's getting so long too you're gonna have to stop me 
Um, I go through and I plan my meals for three months at a time. And I know that sounds stressful, but hear me out. It takes two hours to plan for three months. I sit down on a Word doc. I type up like June, one, two, three, four, five, six. And then I'll put like in parentheses, it's a Monday, it's a Tuesday, whatever. I'll go through, pull up my master list on another tab, see what all the meal options are. I like bold them when I use them so I know what's used. That way we're rotating through different things. So I'm not like, I'm getting sick of making the same things, mm-hmm. eating the same things. And then I'm like popping them in, knowing kind of what what big events we have going yeah. on and stuff because I am planned and, and like I know mm-hmm. that stuff ahead of time or what nights like are busy for mm-hmm. us or we do what. And then like what leftovers I'll have. So like say I'm making like some type of chicken on a Monday. Well, on Thursday, maybe we'll like reuse it for like chicken parm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when I do it for three months, then we're rotating through those things. We're eating seasonal things that we're not getting sick of them. Like we haven't had pot roast in forever. And I'm like, oh, I'm starting mm-hmm. to crave it. But like I'll wait till fall and then it'll be really good and we won't get as sick of it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like a chili or something. Yeah. It is so helpful to me because guess what? Week to week. All I do is I p- pull up that list and I'm like, oh, here's what I planned three months ago that we were going to have. And then these are the groceries I need. Place wow. a little pickup order. And that part's just like mindless at this point. It takes wow. two hours one time every three months. And it has been so helpful to me to do that, to just like set rhythms. Yeah. And I know that sounds intense, but like for yeah. someone like me, it's it's just been so helpful. No, it makes sense. Like my friend Caitlin was telling me she plans out all her all her meals for the month. And I'm like, at first that was like overwhelming to me, but honestly, like where I thought it was a planner and then apparently I'm not as much of a planner it's Monday and I'm like what's a five ingredient meal that includes ground beef that I probably have but like, then you're like I have to go to the yes, store because I yeah, don't have this you're right or honey you need to pick this up or yeah. like no you're totally right taking five to ten minutes on Google every night yes and do. like it's just a small it when you, it can just be out of the equation of your mind and yeah. like it, it's helpful to well, just like reduce and I think the biggest thing with the rhythms like I love that and I'm really actually I'm learning too um I'm going to implement that because it's funny I think about when I look at my college little lily blitzer planner it was like 6 a.m gym 7 a.m shower 7 15 breakfast 7 30 look over my notes for it makes this. you feel stressed if you're like a minute and behind literally every day was mapped out like that and I love the thing of rhythms where it's like you have a list of things you want to do but if you don't get them done it's okay and it's not like you're locked into like a certain minute or hour so I think if people take anything away from that episode I feel like this is yeah. like that is huge because I feel like we're just so we want to be so structured where it's like we can flow and have rhythms of our day and that just creates freedom and less stress you know what I want to do tell me okay <laughs> I'm not going to overstress myself by doing this so if it doesn't happen it doesn't guys but I'm putting this out there I we have a website now we literally are the worst at advertising this podcast. We have a website. We have merch. We have all these things. We didn't even talk about it. Um, On our website, there are going to be free resources. There are free resources. I'm thinking if I can, I am going to put up there like my, like some master list templates. Please do, please. And some like (laughs) rhythm templates. And then I'll even give you examples of like what mine look like in case any of you want those little freebies so you don't have to like conceptualize that yourself. And so, yeah, the website's kindofcrunchypodcast.com. And I will hopefully put that up there under the resources. And then you'll be able to to grab those. We are so bad at this because we always batch record these. <laughs> and then, like, this we will air, this is going to air, like, a month 
from now. After after we announce this. So, yeah. Check out our website and our merch. We have all this stuff now, so. Yeah, I think our, our merch uh, pre-order shut by now. Yeah. I think I actually <laughs> had that in my notes. Yeah, I know. Whoops. If Oops. you didn't get the merch, let us know and maybe we'll do it another time. Yeah, we probably will, so. But that's all I have. Do you have anything this else? This was a really long episode, so no, I feel like I don't have anything else because I shouldn't. I'm curious what people listen to us on, like, a faster speed. You know you can do that. Can you understand me on a faster speed? Because I also speak really fast and like... Okay, I've played it on a faster speed. And what's really funny is the intro and outro because you're like already talking fast in those and it's like... And that's not that's not sped up. Our intro and outro are not sped up. That's a one take of me reading a script as fast as I can. Yeah, Logan was... my Speed Lo- reader. My Logan was like, oh, <laughs> she must have like sped up the outro because it's like really quick. And it's like, nope, she just actually said that really fast and very clean. Yeah. I actually said it clean is the impressive part yeah. because I normally... I, um... Okay, we'll leave you with this. I worked in an office with speech therapists when I was working in the schools. And uh, we came to find we're pretty sure I have tongue tie. So you know what? I do pretty well considering... <laughs> We're pretty sure I actually medically have a tongue tie. Um, but I have some weird pronunciation stuff I do. Also, like, you know when you try to touch your tongue to your nose? Uh-huh. My tongue cannot even, like, go over my lip. Is your tongue really short? It's, it's like, tied. It Lo- needs snipped. Logan's is really short, too. Like, he can barely stick his tongue out. We're going to have to inspect later. We need to con- and, <laughs> and my mom was, like, heartbroken when I told her that because she's like, I took you, like, twice to look for that. And they said no, but they must have missed it. But, yeah, there's some pronunciation things I can't do. I can't curl my tongue. I like I can hardly stick it out and um so you know it's hard to get around in there so I do pretty well considering but if you're ever like what what is Rachel saying (laughs) that's why oh also I also um pronounced Jensen's last name wrong um (laughs) just like I do my other best friend she's she's like how do you say your last name my husband was like I'm pretty sure you say her wrong her last name wrong and I was like it's only the first that matters right yeah I said like people should just get used to it I'm going to get your name wrong in some way. And it's not, I don't love you. It's just, it's me. I'm the problem, not Rachel's you. two best friends, she didn't know how to say our, our last so names. don't be offended. It's okay. Just do that. We're such an offendable society. We get so offended easy. I'm sorry. It's fine. I love you. I, I no ill intentions. I'm just not, yeah. not paying attention to detail. But. We'll leave you with that. Have a great day, guys. Thank you guys for being here. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're watching right now. Get on our website. Leave us a review. Um, on if you th- bought merch, show us. Tag us, yeah, please. When you get it. Because it's really cute. We want to see you wearing it. We're obsessed with it. Yes. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you have the best Tuesday or whatever day you're listening. And we will talk to you soon. We hope your day is stress-free. Bye. Bye, guys. Remember, although we talk all things health and wellness here, this is not medical advice, and you should always seek out your medical professional for further questions. Thanks again for listening. Please remember to share, comment, and subscribe to help support our podcast.